The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Shack. I'm Daniel. And I'm Wilbur. And we're about to take you on a journey today. And the and the we're we're gonna strap some wheels onto this shack and we're gonna get moving. It's a mobile home. To yeah, it's a mobile home shack today. Cause we need to go around this, you know, this countryside and observe all this stuff that's popping around in our in our grasslands, you know, in our in our uh, just nature around us. You know, don't you like just staring off into the sunset or the sunrise for that matter and just seeing a giant bladed fan spinning and blocking that sunset isn't that beautiful and then not just one how about like 900 blinking red lights on the horizon before we get into this fully we're talking about all the wrong with green energy green energy more like uh i'm yeah you know my feelings. You I want to call it brown energy because it's just crappy. No, the 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 stuff is good. The way it's being put forward is bad. Right. Of course. Every time. Every time. I got in a bad fight with my adopted brother over the windmills. Okay. The wind turbines. Yeah. Because he said, oh my gosh, it's, it's such a bad fight because he is so wrong on a lot of stuff, but he's so stubborn. He won't listen. He just yells. Oh, wait. Okay. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Daniel's, uh, what is Daniel's adopted brother. Just adopted brother, yes. Uh, to where he said they make wind. <laughs> why, even, why even argue with him about that? And Why? Because he said, I'm like, no, they, redir- they redirect wind. They don't have a motor in them. Right. They have brakes. They don't have a motor in it. They have a, you know, an alternator, basically. Because they generate electricity that way, but they don't have a motor in them that powers the things. And it technically they do. They has a tiny little motor that will spin the blades a little bit to mm-hmm. get it into maintenance positions. Yes, but it's like one turn in like forty minutes for the big ones. So, and he's like, "No, nope, they have a motor on them that spins them really fast, and they create all these winds." I'm like, "Listen, I do a conspiracy show, <laughs> and I know that's not right." 
Um, that's pretty funny. But and, they make wind. And then he started yelling at me, and it gets me so mad because he just yells. Right, yeah, like that wins the argument. And he's so dumb. Man, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to do some last-second research about this certain wind turbine design. Uh, the tall I'll, tower one. I'll find it. I'll find it. I have it saved on, on the computer. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. I so. had to say that, that everybody, we're going to talk about them. My hair just scared me. Uh, they don't make wind. No. I mean, if you thought that, you, I don't think you're much of a, you're probably not a listener of this show if you already thought that. You probably, you're probably not listening to this show yet. And I'm into conspiracies. And then that's just. You know who makes wind? He does. But then he opens his mouth. All that hot <laughs> air comes out. No, I was say God makes wind. That's the only thing that makes, I was gonna say makes the ocean. wind. Nope, it's God. I mean, God and the ocean. I mean, it's all God. Oh, yes. If we want to break it way down. Right. But when you, when it's you, all atoms. When you feel that breeze blowing through your hair. It's the ocean. It's, it's just God just giving Thermal you a little currents. rub on the neck saying he's there and he loves you. It's like That's most of the time the wind stops at night. That's right, because he's taking a nap. He's taking a nap. Even God needs to sleep. No, so we're going to talk about all these green energies. Uh, which one do you want to get in first? Do you want to do... Let's start with wind. We're on wind. Let's start wind? Yes. Okay. Uh, so wind turbines, we're from Northwest Ohio. Uh, you know, we use Crypto's Corn Studio for our show as well. Uh, there's a lot of stupid windmills. Every... Okay, so if you're traveling on US 30 heading west... Uh, and you're starting on anywhere in Ohio, and you're heading west, and just before you hit that Indiana border, if you hit it at nighttime, um, you're oh, gonna, it does. It looks creepy. You're going to be flooded with these blinking red lights that literally look like they go on for eternity. Because they do. Because they do. 400, 500 miles. Uh, how many uh, turbines are there? Oh, I used to know it. Okay, so the big one, the big farm before you get to Chicago, like right, like I'm talking the one that's still in Ohio. No, I'm talking because it's kind of a long stretch. I'm talking about the individual wind farm that's in Indiana on your way to Illinois, okay. Chicago, was ten thousand windmills, and that's the one you once you get into Indiana, you start yeah. seeing. Okay, yeah, the one uh, um, we're technically on a different. It's weird. They're touching, but it's a different wind farm. Okay, but okay. So, oh, really? Yeah, I different company. Didn't know, didn't know that. Yeah, both scams, both of them. So I, the problem is okay. Here's my biggest problem with the wind turbines. Okay. We're doing this, guys, to save the carbon footprint of the earth. You know, we're going to make dirt better. Carbon's bad. Carbon's evil. No, it's not. CO2's not or whatever. Ooh, that's besides the point. To create, I mean, Let's not start that fight today. To create these uh, windmills, it uses so much energy to produce them that in the windmill's lifetime, it's not going to offset the creation of that windmill in general now it would after about 80 to 100 years it would make up for it however that's if it runs perfectly with no maintenance no one touching it no more money going or energy going into it to keep it running and maintaining it now you're talking about you said 100 years 80 to 100 you're talking about the big ones the big ones i want to make this very clear what we're talking about okay oh yeah so but yes what we're talking about this whole episode is the giant mass producing energy farms, whether it's solar, we're basically going to focus on wind and solar on this one. I got a little bit of hydro stuff, but we'll get to that. But these are the main two main focuses yes. that they're putting out everywhere, all around small communities, big communities. We're talking about the mass things, the, the mass giants. Ones. 
because we're at the very end, we'll come back to what we think is more proper. Yes. Or what would actually make sense for yeah. everyday individuals that mills, improve your life. Wind turbines on the small scale do pay themselves back very quickly. Yes. Depending, as long as you're not building them out of gigantic bus sized pieces of metal. Fiberglass, too. That, that too, yes. I mean, Did you see the one of the one exploding? The horse ranch? We're caught on fire? No. Oh, okay. So a brake went out in one oh. during a tornado in so this Kansas. Thing was like going nuts. It was spinning, I bet you, 100 revolutions a minute. That's insane. So you got to keep in mind, everybody at home, this is a 90-foot wide one. So I, it's spinning 100 revolutions a minute. And I don't think people realize how, how big, big they, are. they actually so are. So all, all of ours are 45-foot uh, wings. So it's gigantic. So they're 90-foot diameters. But the circle's 90-foot. Even bigger, not counting that little piece in the middle. Probably, probably over a hundred. I think they're considered. I whatever. Or is that included? I, I, not, I think that's included it. in it. Okay. Because it's from center spoke. I think it's forty-five foot out. Okay. There are one hundred eighties out there, which are one hundred eighty wide. Yeah, that's they, so they do big. exist. It's so big. But all, pretty much all the ones you're going to see in the Midwest are the the forty-five footers. Okay. Uh, this one was, I believe, a sixty-footer, so one hundred twenty foot across. It was in this horse pasture, and the brakes went out during a tornado. And it was doing 100 revolutions, I bet you, a minute. Which doesn't sound that fast <laughs> when you're talking about a smaller fan. Yeah. You're talking about something that's, that's like three semis wide. Okay. And it's going, going, going. The horses, this lady has a massive horse ranch. You just see these horses coming from all over the hills, running to the house. And she's screaming. And one of the blades just, it, the whole thing starts, it falls in one second, and the blade comes off and it's spinning through the air. It doesn't even look real. Oh, my cause gosh. Because the blade's 60 foot long. Yes. And it almost hits one of these horses. Cartwheeling through the air. And, no, it's hitting the ground and cartwheeling. Yeah. And it almost hits one. It smokes one of these horses almost. <sighs> and she just, ah, and goes inside. It's not funny, but it's like that horror it, funny. Yes. It's not funny, but it, it's, it, yes, it's so scary. It's funny. You're like kind of hoping it hits the horse, but kind of hoping it doesn't. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> you kind of. It's that sick fascination humans have. It's where like, like, I like watching see what, a train wreck. Yeah, I want to see what the horse looks like after yeah. a 60 foot fan. Oh my gosh. No, so these mass solar farms, like uh, like Wilbur's saying, like they use so many resources to make so yeah. much energy, so much time. And the payoff, the payoff, you know, is supposedly, you know, we're going to power all this stuff and it's not going to cost anybody any more money. You know, uh, it's just going to be free, clean energy. It's not. It's all a scam because, one, it requires so much maintenance and training to make keep these things running. It's kill a lot of people. The guys died here in, in Ohio yeah. a couple years ago. They burned up in it. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. They're in town. In town? The, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he we, died. Really? Oh, my gosh. That's sad. All for what? And now, and where are those wind turbines now? <laughs> They're gone. They tore them down because guess what? Well, the one didn't work, and then the one yeah, it the did, one killed a guy. The one got struck by lightning, and they didn't have the funds uh, to uh, fix it. Oh, uh, you mean you didn't account for this giant 70-foot tower, metal tower, to not attract lightning? Hmm. Just a little oversight we missed when we're going green to help everybody. I think most of them have lightning rods on them. I just don't know what happened with that one. It didn't work, obviously. You'd think there'd be a more foolproof way to... So that's protect that's only new college he's talking about. How yes. They didn't put him up. The energy company put him up as a part of the green initiative program. Mm -hmm. Here's the weird thing with that. And me and you have talked about that. Is that ONU was only ever allowed to get 5% of their monthly energy from them. 
Which why? Because the energy company didn't want to lose the business. Exactly. So they would the energy company would turn them off after they hit five percent. What if this was a fraud? All these people complained that like, well, oh, wind turbines are never spinning out there. To be fair to the wind turbines, they were turned off mm-hmm. by the energy company. Mm-hmm. Like the brakes were put on and the blades were turned completely sideways so they don't catch air. Is you know which hey we might be highlighting the underlying factor to the probably the biggest problems with all this. Oh, it's all the energy company. It is one hundred percent. Energy companies in general should not exist. As far as being privately owned, companies. it's my second biggest bill every month. It, this should not exist. Should not exist. I don't know. We as people should not stand for this any longer. We just shouldn't. In this country, we should not. We should be energy independent, and it should be publicly owned, not privately owned whatsoever at all. Wilbur, twenty twenty four. I'll do. Oh yeah, I would love to run on that. Absolutely. I got. I got. Well, maybe not twenty twenty four. That's a bit soon. I don't think. <laughs> I am old enough. I will be old enough, I think. They won't. What, how old do you have to be? 36. I can start campaigning in 2024 for 2028. You can start campaigning for the next election. Yes. But you will not be old enough for this one. Not this one. That's too soon anyways. And Don't you have to have military service too? No, that's all a lie. That's all a lie. I, you don't have to. It just looks good on paper. Okay. Just I, looks I good. can't remember what the other requirement. I think it's 36. You don't have to have military though. Which the age thing never made sense to me. It kind of makes sense. I mean, I get why you don't want a 16-year-old running for president. Right, or even like a 22-year-old. Like, I mean, they're smart. I don't know. I've met some 22-year-olds that have their life way put together than me. Absolutely, but you want someone with life, a lot more life in general experience. But I'm just saying, a 22-year-old that shouldn't be up there will never get up there. No. Uh-uh. The only 22-year-old that could ever get to that level is one that probably deserves it. Or someone that they're pushing. But it doesn't matter at that point. Yeah. Because they're going to change their birth certificate. They're going to oh, say yeah, they're true. 36. True, yeah. True. Yeah, it's all corrupt. Right now, it's all we're living in a very corrupt system. So they 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 put all this money into making these things. They break down constantly. The maintenance is super hard. Like the one out by my my brother in law's house, not my brother in law, my my uh, adopted brother. Right. Uh, spews oil. Gosh, you ever seen that one? No. We should take a drive out there. Is it oh, which over by uh, the new ones they put up? Yeah, <laughs> and they're new because he hated it because they put them right up behind his house, which yeah. they are an eyesore. I get. Uh, I'm all for green energy, and we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Oh, yeah, me too. These big stupid ones, though. Uh, they, they put it up right behind his house. They immediately put it up, and it started leaking. Oil just, it looks like a black death. Yeah, and they probably, hey, well, we won't refix it. Just pour more oil in it. That's what happens. Like people, you know, who, I don't know why. There's a lot of people I know that do this. Like, oh, car's low on oil. Let's not change it. Let's just pour more oil in it. Now, I get if you're in a I've crunch, if you're in a crunch, but there's people that just do that. They don't ever change it. They just add more oil. Well, I mean, add more oil. My '92 Honda that's like at 400,000 miles. That's all I ever did. Never got an oil change once, and I'm afraid. I think if you change the oil, it'd fall apart. It might at that point, yeah, probably. It needs. It just needs oil. Just add more. Yeah, just add. Top it off. Yeah, it needs a drink. Every once in a while, I just put some uh, defroster fluid in it. And yeah, stuff like that. Just, just help it out a little bit. Just give it some more, some juice. Just random, random liquids you find. Right. You know, it's a Honda engine. You know, it's like you when, can say whatever you want about Honda. Those old, those '90 Honda engines. Amazing. Last forever. I I swear, I think Hondas are great vehicles. They were. I still think they are. I don't think they are anymore. You don't think so? I think since about 16, they've... Oh, maybe. They've had some rough stuff. I've never had a car older than 2006, so that's my new... I know from experience, from the 17s are junk. Gotcha. I like the old stuff. They don't meld stuff like they used to. My 95 F-150 is still... Man, this old man corner. 
Huh? We turn into old man corner. Well, you know, it's when stuff worked. Stuff still worked and it wasn't governed by, everything wasn't governed by computer chips and all this bull crap that you need to turn your car on. Electronic bull crap. I don't know. That's all it is. So what do you think some of the big problems with these mass wind farms are? Uh, I think energy production, uh, like what they actually out gather, I, I think... Don't, bu- don't mind me. I hope you you just cracked open the coffee creamer like you were going to take a sip of it. <laughs> you are, aren't you? Yeah. Thirsty. <laughs> it's a sweet milk. Yeah, I know. It's just funny. But anyways, uh, my biggest issues with them is they aren't what they claim to be. They're not. Um, they're not. <laughs> I wish you guys could have just. <laughs> he poured coffee into his coffee creamer and literally two drops came out and he <laughs> like ah just how i like my stop making me you laugh. know the scales like how do you like your coffee that was just white just with a drip but i had it black early. i know it's just funny but anyways uh um, oh that's that's delicious <laughs> yeah i bet it is oh. yeah that gross it's actually really good it's <laughs> vanilla continue but um i i think they cost way too much energy to produce um and you know if they're ta- if they're taxpayer funded i think it's all just a scam to pull more more money out of you uh it's and this these the government doing these green initiatives and i say a green in quotes they're not doing it in a way to actually help people with their energy bills or to help with your energy costs whatsoever at all they're doing it to pull tax mo- breaks they're doing it to pull 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 more money out of you in the long run and then, but not only that, if you're going to be stuck on this, let's say you get off the grid and you're on, or like main power grids, coal fired power grids, I think is what most of our stuff's run off right now. Is one coal um, nuclear, yeah, Ohio. And one, I, there, you know, um, there's reasons why I'm for it and reasons why I'm against coal. But the, one of the reasons why I'm for it is because guess what? It's always going to work. You can always light fire to coal and it's going to burn. When it comes to wind and solar, sun ain't always going to shine and the wind ain't always going to blow. At least with coal, you know you get what you know what you're getting. 100% you know what you're getting. Now whether or not how it's how clean it is, how good it is to the environment, coal. how good or infrared that's neither here or there. Driving about the CO2 stuff. Coal is just right, the process is getting the nastiest in. stuff. But that we could as, as far as outcome, like as far as powering your house and being efficient and you know you can Rely on it. It works. And we know it works. You know what I really like? Just nuclear. I, I mean... It produces like a 50-gallon drum of waste a year. I'm not against it. Billions of pounds per nuclear power plant. I'm not against it. But I'm just saying, coal, it, for what we've been using and comparing it to sun and or solar and uh, I wind... I love solar. Oh, me too. But again, we'll get into that. That's next. We'll get to there next. Okay. It's the mass-produced farms. But like with the wind, it's just so inefficient. These things break down, and then let's say you're you're reliant on just wind or solar, like on the mass-produced farms that we have. When they break down or they stop working, you're screwed. What are you going to rely on? Uh, you're going to go up there and spin it yourself? No. You're just stuck, and they make it so you, you don't have control over your own power supply. You're stuck on the grid, and you know maybe that's the whole overview of the, all that's my biggest issue is – us being reliant on the grid, the power grid that runs our lives, basically, because in any moment that could just be turned off 
without your control or something could happen. It could break, you know, oh, no, a natural and quote. And I'm saying, oh, quote, unquote, the government can control all that. They can do whatever they want. They can use military. They can do anything to turn that off. And then you as an individual are stuck. You're sub you're what's the word? You're uh, you're reliant on them. Subservient. Is that the word? I don't know. Mm -hmm. You're reliant on that energy grid. And then once that goes away, especially people living in a city, I mean, what are you going to do when and I don't I'm not trying to fear monger anybody. I'm just saying if, if it were a case that you were out of power and you didn't have power or you know, they turned it off. What what are you going to rely on, you know? You're kind of stuck. Some it, some YouTube videos for all of our people that are kind of worried about this. Uh you can do you can make gasoline out of pine trees. <laughs> yeah. It, I'm good not luck joking. in a city though. No, I'm just saying the grid shuts down or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Look up and learn how to do this. It's not a hard process. It's mm -hmm. basically you're fermentating pine-based pine woods, and it will produce a, a, a liquid that can be worked in combustion mm -hmm. engines. Oh, right here, wait. Before we – I think we should maybe save all of our options like that for the end. Well, you're, you're fear-mongering right now, and I just want to let people know there's that other there's, options. there's options. So You don't have to sit there and be scared in your diaper. That's a preview. That's a preview. There's We're going to end this I'm going to forget all the rest of them. We're going to end this one. No, you won't. I know I know you won't. Unless you just – all right, touch on them real quick. No, it's okay. Continue. While they're fresh. This is just our wind. My problem with mass-produced wind is that. Basically, what all they just covered there. The stuff's junk. It's junk. The stuff they're putting up is junk. Like, old, like smaller uh, – there's all kinds of these ones that some cities have put up mm -hmm. that work great. They're mostly made of like small metals and stuff like that. And they produce bonus electricity. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, they're used to subsidize. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of these are good for is used to subsidize. I'm a big nuclear guy with subsidies of these renewable resources mm -hmm. for now. Uh, if we get to these better systems, because it'll evolve over time to where they may be able to fully take over. Right. But these small, like the cones, the cone uh, turbines and stuff like that, yeah, they put up in some cities work great. Uh, storing electricity is a big thing. The big problem with these wind farms is pushing electricity. They lose so much electricity pushing it to a, uh, a, a like a storage battery and then, uh, a transformer to push the energy further. Gotcha. They lose a lot of it doing this because it's just so far away from everything. These mass farms, they mm -hmm. don't work. What really works is the individualized stuff or the smaller stuff. Right. Uh, but yeah. So is that it for? wind or do you want to move into solar um i think my last gripe with the wind right now is the design of the towers themselves because you got these massive huge fans that requires a lot of energy just to get them moving and then two they're just and they're they got this whole tower that's taking up space you get to the top and the only thing that's spinning is just those blades up top the whole other area that that this uh turbine it's space that it's taking up is doing nothing to collect wind if you're going to build a giant wind turbine how about you make the whole entire thing collect wind now, i do have a couple comments about that mm -hmm. it's because now this is real there is wind layers sure that first 30 feet is the one that's most susceptible to not having wind because of blockages and stuff like that so once they get above that mm -hmm. it's more sustainable wind so if you had those blades in that zone you'd actually be creating more drag well that there's my I, that's what I'm saying. The blade design is not the most efficient design at all. It's I'm I think it's that's probably the least efficient design in my opinion, as far as collecting wind is just having these blades. And the, look how far apart the blades are even spaced out. You think if you want it most efficient, you're gonna have the maximum amount of blades taking up all the space to collect that whole area of wind that's blowing through there. I don't know. I think some there's I think there's math in play that we may not understand. 
I don't like them either. But I'm just saying. Well, yeah, the, some the of those, in play and their math sucks. I don't know if that's because you're adding so much more mass that I, there's going to be a cutoff. Maybe. I think I think there is. Maybe. You're adding so much more mass in the blades. And then, it, first off, the towers may not be able to hold right. that much mass. So you may only be able to do the three or the four. Even more inefficiencies, like we're pointing out. I don't like them, but I, I think I think you you may be going a little overboard. Nah, no. They're just... They're all, they made it uh, to make it have as much... Uh, metal production involved so they can get their money Those are fiberglass or whatever it is whatever they made it as much uh that's the big problem with them like do you remember the one that broke at the school yeah it's oh fiberglass. yeah it rained fiberglass for a day is the tower made of fiberglass though that's metal though i think the tower is mostly metal yeah the thing that breaks is the blades because it's fiberglass cheap fiberglass yeah not even cheap fiberglass they're just not made to do that right exactly though they're making them out of the wrong material probably but they're making them they're making them expensive to make so it's coming out of our taxpayer funds. See, I think metal blades would be better. Probably. But they're probably just too heavy. And t- Yeah, it's inefficient because that design sucks. Hey, let's just make a giant tower of metal that's going to decrode and be nothing in 20 years. I also want to say the bird thing, the stupid bird thing. It's true. You say it's stupid, but it's true. It's killing golden eagles. That killed- should not be dead. No, okay, here's the thing. If you cared about birds, you'd kill the house cats. They don't. The cow cats aren't killing golden eagles. They're, uh, they are indirectly killing many more d- golden eagles than a wind turbine. I disagree. Because of the food sources for these eagles. Anyways, let me give my spiel. You get a. Sh- that's your nature, spiel. though. This isn't. That's nature. The big problem that all these people protesting that these windmills kill birds. Yeah, they do. House cats kill like a hundred times more every year. But that's nature. No, it's an invasive species that we brought in. Don't let your cats outside. Please don't. They just kill it to kill because they're awful creatures. Oh, yeah. Still, that's... I'd House still, cats are probably the worst animals on the planet. I still uh, am okay, more okay with nature doing nature. I, I'm instinct. not saying it's good. I'm just saying Th- then building- the people that whine that these... If that's your only thing against the wind turbines, because it's a lot of people's whole argument against them is they kill birds. And I said, if you cared about argument. birds, you would kill all the cats first because they kill so many more. Cats, I think, what is it in the U.S. this year? They're responsible, probably going to, I think it's estimated for around 30 or 40 species extinctions. But would you rather kill a living creature yes. or just kill or stop building things that kill creatures? Cats first, then we'll get to that. Ah, see, you're all backwards in the head. No, because it's the more, it saves Dan- more lives. Daniel, I thought Daniel cared about nature. It just, it saves more lives. Okay, now you can continue. Uh, where were we? Where were we going? Next? I think you're moving on to solar. So solar. What's our biggest problems with solar? Big solar farms. Okay, there's a lot with solar. Uh, the panels are quite uh, costly to make. They Produce. have some Correct. rare earth metals in them and stuff. So they have big strip mining operations mm-hmm. to get a lot of that stuff. Uh, depending on which type, so you can look at it one of two ways. Some of these solar panels, they can survive 80 years without any any mess with. Mm-hmm. The second you motorize them, yeah, that lifespan gets cut dramatically, mm-hmm. and the uh, output to keep them going go- goes up dramatically. Mm-hmm. Stationary solar panels last a really long time. Uh, they're you know they can't move to follow the sun like a sunflower, but they last a really long time. They need very little, as long as nothing smacks them. Like you put them on your roof or something, and a tree branch hits them. Right. Well, it's just like having your roof get smacked, and you know right, it's yeah. not their fault. It's not. That they're inefficient. It's not the solar panels. It's fault. because a tree smacked into your house. Right, it's going to yeah. break something no matter what. Uh, these ones that they get motorized and stuff, they break much more. 
they also take up so much ground. Yeah. That could be used, and some states do this, uh, specifically out west, uh, where they have trouble growing, for example, tomatoes is the one I always use. They have a lot of problems growing tomatoes because tomatoes don't prefer direct hot sunlight. They prefer, you know, heat and everything like that, but they need water. So they started doing sheep, and they started doing tomatoes under these tall solar panels. So they're still using the ground for agricultural purposes, plus these electric, uh, these these solar farms over top of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't do that out here in the n- northwest. We don't do it in the east or nothing like that. You know, because why? You know, why would a power company want to uh, improve the environment? I around can't them? believe the ones that are up by Marysville, mm-hmm. how short they are, like to the ground. Yeah, yeah. And and we have some short ones here. We have the the mini solar farm out here and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're building a ton of them. I mean. I, uh, absolute ton of them at Indian Lake right now. And they're tall, which I'm hopeful that they'll do something underneath them. And who, even who owns them? I didn't look at the company. Hmm. Here's the thing, too, is that you have the opportunity to turn these into stuff like, uh, for example, out west, they do a lot of sage grouse restoration habitat underneath them. Wow. And the sage grouse use them yeah. a lot because it's like Shelter a break from the freaking sun. sun. Yeah. And the plants they prefer to live in grow underneath them. You have opportunities to mix. These solar panel farms, I liked them better than the wind turbines, uh, even though they probably, in the long haul, probably cost more elements, less electricity to make, more elements to make. So there, there are negative problems with the environment with making them. But you have the option to use the ground for something else, which I like. Right. It's when you put a solar farm in, if you do it right, there's options to do something else with the ground. At right. least most of the ground. It's like a multi-tool. Yes. Yeah. Which I prefer. And then uh, most people don't do it, though. That's like like that's uh, the big problem with it is they put these stupid things in, they buy farmland or they buy wildlife habitat and they put them in and they don't do anything with the ground. They keep it mowed short, and that's it. It's just an inefficiency. Or they have one task in mind: hey, collect sunlight and take your money. That's all we want. A big thing I've heard. So I give you my ridiculous thing I heard about the windmills. Mm-hmm. My ridiculous thing I heard about solar panels is that they cool the earth. How? Because they're stealing the heat from the ground. <laughs> Don't laugh. Brought to you Because you know this person. Same and person? you respect... No. Oh. And you actually respect their opinion. And they listen to the show. Now I'm calling you out on the public forum. Uh, and me and him have had hours of conversations explaining how this doesn't happen. Hmm. And it's the one thing he's very smart. He's very knowledgeable in tons of stuff. It's the one thing he can't wrap his mind around. It's how they don't cool the earth, but he doesn't believe in global warming hmm. or global cooling or what you know, whatever, climate change. Yeah, but they're changing the climate. Anyways, my one little bit, the thing I've heard. I mean, the only maybe locally, like how trees can shade an area, I can agree with, but that's about the extent I would agree to that with. Yes. So I, I, I could see that. I, then I, I'm back on board there. No, th- no, they're stealing the sun's heat from the planet. There's just hours, hours of conversation. It's a good, it's a good theory. It's a good theory. <laughs> so, yeah. So these solar panels are very costly to make. Uh, rare earth elements, stuff like uh, some of them, depending. And here's that thing we've talked about on the show before: lying with statistics. If you're anti-solar panel, you talk about the ones that are made of cobalt. Okay. Which is a super like cobalt mines are horrible. Yeah, so bad. So Google if that. you want to if you want to show that solar panels are bad, you talk about these ones specifically made with cobalt, mm-hmm. and you show like how environmentally bad, how cost ineffective they are, and how they source it. Yeah, 
if you want to say that solar panels are fully all good, you show more of the conventional made ones and you leave out those examples. Right, yeah. There are good and bad made solar panels. Not all solar panels have cobalt in them. I want to make that very clear. But depending on which group you're coming from, it's mm. kind of what statistic they show you. Makes sense. Uh, and then the ground uses it to my biggest complaint. I don't care if you want to put them up. They do require a lot of staff and they require, you know, stuff. They do, depending on which type of solar panel you use and how big the farm is, I think they make their cost back in seven to 10 years. Okay. And the panels normally have a life of about 20 to 25 years. Now, is this also. And that's not getting. That's excluding hail and trees falling. Oh, yeah. All natural, this stuff. Natural, natural disasters. Yeah, yeah. So a normal one will make its life back in, you know, that, you know, 15, 20, 25 years. Mm. And they live, or sorry, it'll make its money back in 10 years and live to be that old. Yeah, as long as they're not, you know, people aren't creating, you know, uh, super storms that just happen to form. Different department. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but no, so. That's they, the Department of Defense. So. It's the way that they're putting these things in is what bothers me so much. They're destroying all this land. They're just putting them in, and they're not letting anything grow. Right, they yeah. mow them down. And they keep them short. I don't care if you grow tomatoes. I don't care if you do sheep. I don't care if you put grouse habitat in. If you do our butterfly habitat, put pollinator habitat in. I was going to say, I'd be fine. Just let the natural and grasses I get they grow. They can't let them all grow because it'll start, you know, the vines and stuff will start breaking down the right, panels. Right, yeah, yeah. I get there has to be management. Right, manage it, but let it grow. Even if you just, like, yeah. You can have quail habitat under there. Which is a grouse is just a big quail. Right, yeah. Uh, but there's opportunities for wildlife, you know, safety in these areas. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a huge opportunity for this to put in wildlife habitat and actually do something good with the ground as you're using solar panels. But the energy companies have 0% of that in mind. And here's my thing with a company is I don't blame them. Right, they it's just the want to make money. They just want to make money. If there was an incentive put forth to make, hey, make sure you, in your your solar farms, make sure you include wildlife habitat management somewhere in it, they do it in a heartbeat. They don't care. They don't care either way. Will we get money back? Yes. We get, okay, we'll do it. But they're a company. I don't blame them for that. Yeah. It's not a person thinking this, even though there are people at the head of it. Right. You know, a company moves like one thing. Right. They're thinking with their billfold, not exactly. their heart. So if you incentivize them to do it, you're already incentivizing them to build this stupid thing. Right. Just include it in it. Hey, you if you want this this tax break or this refund or whatever, you gotta make sure that somewhere in it you have some kind of wildlife plan. It can be a pollinator, it can be, you know, See, whatever. And doesn't that make you point the finger at who's incentivizing yes. them in the beginning? A hundred percent. That's yeah. what I'm saying that they're in cahoots. Not everything is a company. Right, yeah. It's just it's all cahoots. Um I think I don't know what the end goal for all this stuff is, but it's almost like they're pushing they're pushing all this stuff, and then they're going to push us onto this grid where it's, and then it's all going to fall apart, and we're going to be screwed. I have the exact same and opposite opinion at the same time. Mm -hmm. I do think they're pushing us onto this, this faulty built system, these mm -hmm. faulty windmills, which we know there are ones that we'll talk about in a minute that work well, and there are solar that work well mm -hmm. for what we need as humans. Mm -hmm. They're pushing us on these bad systems. Right. But it's the big oil companies that do this to make us more dependent on their products. Right, yeah. And they did the same thing with nuclear. All this stuff, this the fear-mongering and the frankenfruits and all this stuff, uh, they, they pushed the, they big oil pushed those campaigns against nuclear energy. I could see that. To keep their stronghold on it when nuclear was starting to get popular. So big oil is making them shitty on purpose, exactly. basically. Exactly. 100%. They're yeah. doing this on purpose so when they fail in 10 years, like, see— Come back to us, coal and oil. We're, we're like you said earlier. We're reliable. We're all we're opening new. Uh, we're gonna frack this whole area Ex to power your this. city. 
and it's a hundred percent like as the cities in freaking Texas just disappear overnight. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think a hundred percent this is all big oil, and I'm not saying the government's clean in this. Not at all. I do think they're incentivizing. They just don't care. They they have to incentivize because people want them. They want quote unquote clean energy. So like, okay, here's tax breaks for it. Do whatever you want. The big energy companies, the big oil companies... Control government. Control... Whether they control this part of the government or not is one thing. They are taking advantage of these energy companies saying, like, hey, we're going to do a tax break and we're going to push our agenda further. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Oh, I agree because it it requires people to be reliant on them, which requires them... Because they've done this before. Yeah. Every time the oil starts going under, if you look at every time... I'm not joking. Yeah. Every time oil starts going under or oil starts getting cheap and energy starts going, there's some either disaster that's publicized or manufactured by them to push this. And I think that's what it is. I think they're killing because solar technology and wind technology is nowhere where it needs to be right. for it to run the grid. And I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it may be in 40 years. It should be. You know, as technology evolves, mm-hmm. we'll get hyper more efficient solar panels. Mm-hmm. We'll get these wind turbines like we, we talked about, these tower systems that hyper focus wind. Which I found the... We'll talk about it yes. in a minute. I think the technology is young. We have to let it grow and have to let it evolve. Is it young or is it suppressed? Both. Mm. It's not. It's being suppressed, but it is also young. Yeah. It is in its early states, mm-hmm. and there's going to be big problems. It's going to be much more cost, you know, in, ineffective for now. But you have to let them build them. You have to let the technologies develop, and they'll mm-hmm. get more efficient. They get better. They get more efficient, and they mm-hmm. get better. You know, because. Plants are only trapping like six percent of sunlight when they when they photosynthesize. These solar panels are trapping even less. Mm-hmm. They have the opportunity though; they can get thirty percent. You know, then instantly the small solar fields producing more than a big nuclear power plant. Right, and that's the problem with these oil companies. Is these giant coal fire plants can easily be replaced in the next twenty years. Yeah, twenty or thirty years with with the solar with hyper advanced solar oh, system gotcha. yes, or yes. hyper advanced wind. Yeah. Not the state they're in now. Right. And not the state that they're being pushed, fed to us. Mm-hmm. These hyper states, we'll talk about some of these, you know, these really good ones, can replace these big, awful pollution monsters yeah. very quickly. And that's the thing. That's yeah. why they're freaking out about it. That's yeah. why they're making these giant systems. They're directly fighting with these communities and they're producing these hate. So these communities are saying, you're destroying our views, you're destroying our places. Yeah. Yes, they know. They're doing it on purpose so you don't hate the energy company. You hate the windmills. Right, yeah. You hate the solar panels. Yeah. Then now, for the next 20, 30 years, you have that awful taste in your mouth. And then you're going to, yeah, and you're going to see the remnants of anything, the, the boneyards of what those things were. And it wasn't the technology's fault. It was the oil company that wants to keep control of it doing it wrong on purpose. I could see that 100%. Um, what's that? Uh, what's it? Something by design. Uh, Inefficient by design. Or, yeah, you basically. Know, yeah. It just boiled it it's, down. It's that, supposed yeah. to be that. Yeah. That's my big spiel about it. I think you're on it, uh, like right there for sure. Because it's ob- if you really just step back and look at it, it's very obvious. It's that it's done wrong on purpose. It's very yes. It's like and don't shouldn't... don't get me wrong. I believe there's idiots all the way down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's idiots all the way down in government and in these big companies. But the people that are pushing these at the tops are not idiots. They know exactly what they're doing. So what's the solution? A big thing for solar and wind is personalized stuff. Right. Uh, a small uh, windmill that like you can uh, either people use them to pump water and you do not realize how much of your electricity bill depending on where you're at in the world is pumping water is pumping water yep if you're in the country that's most of your electricity bills pumping yep. water because all your water does not come now from your here water in town tower. we don't you know we have you a water tower that. we have a pressure system yep uh so we don't really need that uh 
But there are other things. It can't even put it on an alternator. It's not going to ever produce tons and tons of electricity. Mm-hmm. But it's going to lower your electricity bill. Significantly. Over time, significantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I know some barns that that's all they're using is solar panels. And they they have batteries to store. Yeah. All the, and you got to build batteries out of rare earth elements, too. So there's, there's you're never getting there. away from that for now. Right, yeah. yeah for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I think with some genetic engineering, we could get away with it pretty quick. What do you mean, like? Electric eels have muscle blocks that store electricity we can't really explain. Ooh. I mean, they, they produce enough shock to kill a cannon in, like, a second. Yeah. So if we had these big biological batteries that you just feed them. Bio There's, batteries. There, you heard it here first. Uh, anyways, so if you uh, solar panel your roof... It cuts. I think it was. I I was looking into this a couple of years because I'm. I want to do it. I want to do it to the house. Mm-hmm. Solar panel roof. I think it cuts your annual bill like thirty percent down. But there's no batteries in the system, so it's just during the day. Right. You're using the it's solar direct. panels. Yep. But there's always the option if you use more power than the solar panels can produce, or it's like you said, a cloudy day or whatever. Mm-hmm. You still are on the grid. Or if Bill Gates decides to like blot out the sun, like he's wanting to do. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I just... Uh, bl- I got to play a song for no, you later. Block the sun out so uh, you don't get sunburns no more. <laughs> I'm helping you. I may play it here at the end of this episode. Okay. Uh, it's that other guy, the, the German. I can't think of it. Klaus Schwab? Maybe. The guy, you will eat the bus? Yes. yes. Yeah, I have a song for you about him that okay. listeners sent us. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, anyways, so this these systems of individualized... We got or D- some- DW listeners out there? Mm-hmm. We got like ten of them. Welcome to the shack. Once uh, you're in the shack, you never get out. Once you're in the shack, you never go back. <laughs> Ain't it funny? It rhymes. I know. You missed it, and I missed you it. You whiffed. You whiffed the ball. <laughs> a swing and a miss. Swish. Uh, no, these individualized programs. I think very much that humans as a whole need to start going. You need to become more self reliant. Yeah. We got we got lazy, and it's not. An individual is lazy. No, I think it was by design. Society got lazy, and by design for sure. Yes. But we were given the option early on. Right. I was watching a video of this recreation of the first time, like, electric washers. Like, this this old-timey town. It's, like, early 1900s. Got, like, a, these guys, try, they're putting in the power lines so you can buy these electric washers and be ready. He's like, well, what's it do? Like, it washes your clothes. Like, his wife's standing there. He's like, you do that, don't you? Yeah. She's like, yeah. He's like, does this make any sense to you? She's like, no. Right. She's what you know has a much different time. Right. Yeah. Better times. I wouldn't want to hand wash my clothes. I tell you, I would change my clothes much less. I would be much stinkier. Well, I most of the time I'm a big guy, so I wear two shirts a day. Yeah. Just run it through the ringer. Yeah, but that's I mean, all. I use a lot of clothes. Anyways, <laughs> so that's this big thing, and same with food. Like we talked about early early on in the show. You know, getting on your own food systems, at least partially. Start, don't go full out. Uh, I'm a crazy person. I don't do anything half measures. Right. But you should, everybody should start. Grow some medicine plants. And that may be an episode we do here in the near future, local medicine plants. Yeah. Uh, grow, grow some of your own food, whether it's quail or tomatoes. or get Understand how stuff goes. And I'll tell you what, if you can start saving your own seeds, if you figure out how to do that and germinate them the next year, mm-hmm. To start with tomatoes. Tomatoes, watermelons, and pumpkins. And peppers. Peppers are kind of hit and miss. But they make a lot of seeds. They rot very fast, though. Yeah. I'm talking with people so they get... Oh, first-timers. The first-timers to kind of get get the... And then you start with harder stuff after. Yeah. 
tomatoes are a real good one. Mm-hmm. Most of the time you throw a tomato on the ground, it's going to grow back there next year. And always, yeah, just but about. I'm just saying saving seeds and growing right. stuff. You know, yeah. get practice at it first. Uh, and quail are a good start. Moscovy ducks are another really good start. These uh, electric windmills, uh, you can get, I think they're like, uh, you can get a decent one for like 900 bucks. Mm-hmm. And you can either plug it into something directly. Like I'll, I know a lot of the guys I know that have them have them wired directly into their barns. Yeah. So they just power their barn lights and they have a couple batteries and yeah. stuff. Uh, or, you know, if you have something you want it to do, like a lot of people, they power fountains and stuff. They, a lot of those are pump ones. Right, yeah. Uh, you can do these things to get them to do something if you have certain stuff you want them to do. Like you want them to ramp your patio lights or just something, you know, Simple. practice with it. Yeah, start small. And then get solar panels. You can get these like Amazon $50 ones and you don't have to buy them from Amazon. I'm just saying that's where I see right. them. Right, yeah, yeah. And they literally a little plug-in with a little battery hookups for positive and negative and you could either charge a battery with them or you can plug them into your lights or whatever. Yeah. And they'll power, like, a lot of people use them for the greenhouses, where I found it. Yeah. Is it a power lights in your greenhouse at night? And their fans in their greenhouses, yeah. like, to blow air, move yep. it. Yep. Yeah, I think that's the ultimate solution is to get off the... Start, I mean, start small. Start small, smart local. And, you know, I think big energy grids, I think, are more of a hindrance than a helpful, you know, in the long term. And I think I think energy if, should be a... If lo- South Bay Bessie goes out... Yeah. The nuclear power plant we are, we're on... Yeah. We're done. Right, I, we're also on. I think we're actually on Husky. We're right on the edge. I think. Uh, I think we're on Husky. I think energy should. I don't know. I don't know. Husky that. energy in Lima. No idea. I think that's what we're on as people. But literally, Finley's on the big power, nuclear power plant. Yeah, I have no which idea. Which is fifty miles away. Yeah, which so, is crazy. You know, did that. But thank goodness for Nikola Tesla to figure out how to actually move that energy through AC currents. Not Thomas Edison, that liar that stole his idea. That made him Tesla fix all of his uh, transformers and stuff that kept blowing up because they were running DC current to everything. Did you, did you know we all about died from the nuclear power plant a couple years ago? No, I didn't know that. It was almost a meltdown. Yeah, what caused it? What Bird. muscles? Zebra muscles? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, it grew on the they they took over the water intake vent, <laughs> and it choked out like in like minutes. Yeah, and they just opened the they opened the gate. Just let's get water. They didn't care what fish were going in there or whatever. Yeah. Because it's just like, we they, need. they hit warning lines fast. Yeah. Now they have to go down, I think, weekly and scrape them. Oh, wow. Because they're in there. Mm-hmm. Can't get rid of it? No, you can't get rid of them. They can't just put something like a chemical in the water to destroy them? It's Lake Erie. Hmm. Water, they, they take the water out of Lake Erie and putting it back. Oh. They take cool water out of Lake Erie, run it through, keep them cool, and then put gotcha. it back cool water. Okay, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's how all nuclear power plants work. Well, I, I meant as far as I didn't realize it was. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize. I just thought it was. I don't know. We used to do impingement surveys. Hmm. Yeah. Well, at least they got a they got a muscle scraper. Sorry, it's good. It's two good. guys. Two guys work. That's good. Yeah. It's, it's they dive good. and just scrape muscles. Stimulating. You know, it's jobs. It's jobs. That's what we need. People need jobs. People need tasks to do. It's good. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just think I feel like small little towns and stuff should have their own like energy department where they create their own energy and not rely on like those two things you just said. I think that would be awesome. You know, just find other, there's gotta be other ways than being reliant on big grid, big energy and all that horse shit. (laughs) Horse crap. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's just a frustrating, you know, now there's a lot of things that control our everyday lives that we don't, that we take for granted. 2019. Your wish was almost granted. Yeah. Uh, me and you have talked about this off the air. Uh, the, the guy, a, a small team of scientists actually developed a nuclear power plant 
the size of a house mm-hmm. for cities, mm-hmm. for towns and cities. It did about 10,000 uh, people's worth of energy. And uh, they had it, and they did some test cities, and it worked great, and then it disappeared. Hmm. Uh, big oil paid for all those guys to have a vacation. They're still on vacation. vacation. Yeah, it's called a vacation in the dirt. No, I, in the middle of the ocean. Where they're all off one of their oil rigs. Oh, yeah, probably that too, yeah. Uh, remember the BP oil spill? <laughs> Which pretty- one? Yeah, I know exactly. Exactly. It's just ridiculous. It just was a spill last year off the coast of California. Yeah, it's insane. At least spill oil all the time. But, yeah, I think that's the solution is doing it locally, doing it at home, not big mass produced farms that are just destroying the environment in which they're being placed into. Destroying nature around us. Oh, oh, yes. What is it? Uh, So, do you know big oil? Uh, in the 70s and 80s when people were really starting to kind of care about pollution when mm-hmm. everybody started getting cancer for no reason. Yeah. Everybody's like, huh, That's our weird. water's brown and we're getting cancer. Why? Not oil, not coal. Uh, do you know what the oil companies, their slogan was? What's that? The solution for pollution is dilution. Ah, pour water on it. No, pour more wa- pour it into bigger water sources. Right, yeah. So they were literally trying to get everybody to start this little campaign to start dumping all these chemicals in their water in their water supplies and they, it worked for a long time oh my gosh sorry continue with what you were going to say i was going to say the wind turbines so um it's called a darwin wind turbine and it's oh, very old it's that. from like the 1700s or maybe even older the original design but google that look it up it's pretty nice it's pretty awesome it's a way more energy efficient uh turbine design and it gathers uh instead of having an open turbine at the top that's spinning in the air that can kill any animal that runs into it you know mostly birds but any animal that could climb up there and get hit by it shoot you could drop a cat out of a plane get hit by that blade and be dead but these ones it's only they're big towers but within the towers up it the wind is collected through the actual base the whole tower going up and then the, the turbine itself is enclosed um so no matter which way the wind is blowing at whichever angle, this thing tower does not have to rotate at all. It just has like, imagine like a hexagon. It's got six sides. So it can collect wind from any of those sides. As long as the wind's hitting on one of those sides, it's got these flaps that'll open up to the inside where the wind will blow in. But then on the ops, all the other sides, when the wind's blowing it in through one side, it's actually that wind that's blowing in is keeping all the other flaps closed on all the other sides. So no matter which way the wind's blowing in, it's always going to be able to enter the um, the whole tower, but it can't come out. The only way it can come out is through the top of the design. There's a hole. There's an opening. So the wind will blow in and then blow up through the top because it's the only route of escape. And then at the top is where they have your actual wind turbine that will spin and collect the energy. But, you know, it can be fenced off, graded off, so nothing can actually fall down in. won't hurt no animals. And then, but it collects 100% of the wind that's blowing, that's touching that turbine. It's collecting 100% of it and blowing it out and actually using it all. So, another thing before I play this little thing before we end here in a mm-hmm. second, uh, we should heat our houses with bees. Bees, yes. Fill the walls with bees because they vibrate. And they the vibrate and they, they kill each other doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just saying. It's a good idea. All right. So, I'm not going to say the full name, but uh, Taylor, listener Taylor, sent okay. us a song. And this is uh, by Awakening Sweden is the name of the user that made this. So I give everybody credit. Okay. Ready for this? Yes. This is for uh, educational use only. For educational use. Kind of schlop, right? 
Yep, Klaus Schwab. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to hear it in your pod. You'll own nothing. And be happy. Ain't got no cash, ain't got no car. But 24 booster shots in your arm. Own nothing. Be happy. You can't even buy shit in the store. Because of your low social credit score. Own nothing. Be happy. Bill Gates. That's him back around team. You will own nothing. And be happy. Be happy and eat the bugs. All of that stuff he's actually said before. I know. That's what's crazy. Uh, That's so a very good song, and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised chorus, if he would sing it. For the chorus, he was saying, own nothing and be happy. Correct. Which I, he said. It's, it's a little hard for understand, you know, with his, with accent. his accent. He's actually said that in a World Economic Forum's speech. Um, I actually, I wanted to give a shout out while we're here to a YouTube page when it comes to, like, um, you know, just being self-reliant, creating your own energy, um, just being in, a, a good thing to be inspired um, it's a guy on YouTube. His name is Robert Murray Smith. I'd say give him a a look, and uh, I think you'll be, if you're enjoying this topic at all whatsoever, he has got so much content of him experimenting, creating like wind turbines, uh, solar energy, uh, water energy, um, all sorts of stuff that he is doing his own research, finding old designs, and creating new ones himself. And he is constantly, almost daily, pumping out uh, content. And it's fan- it is just fantastic. He is a very nice and sweet person. Um, but I just, I can't say, praise the man enough. Robert Murray Smith. If any of you know him, I think he's from England. I'm not too sure where he's from. But if, if somehow this message reach, reaches him, he is in high praise in my book. Robert Murray Smith on YouTube. Give him a look. If you don't know him yet, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by what you see and find. Just so much information. I, I think it's worth. I can't, I can't stand him. It's worth looking. That's a joke. I don't even know what you're say, talking you know, about. I, I bet you have actually maybe seen his videos. I probably have. Yeah, I just but, don't know the name. I'm bad with that. Well, I think a lot of his. He has so many subscribers, but like his stuff is. I think suppressed. It's not. You've spread. showed me his stuff. Yes, it's, I remember. It's not spread out at all whatsoever. But so now I'm spreading the message as much as best as I can. I'm using the DW platform to promote Robert Murray Smith. All 300 people. Yes. All right. 300,000. I've been Daniel. And I've been Wilbur. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode of the DW Conspiracy Shack, where we will open your minds to the portal of a new dimension of life that we can live in together. Uh, we can We can change the world one individual at a time you just have to change it within yourself once you make the changes within your own heart it will reflect to the world around you and will inspire the individuals around you to change themselves and be the best versions they can be and that's what makes the world a better place you don't need to eat the bugs you don't need to own nothing you can own everything if you want and all you have to do is just
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.